area Not code for her zero. Did you know that elders and others are losing their rights to liberty and property? Anyone can petition a court to have a person deemed incapacitated. What if that person is you? The adult guardianship system was created to protect incompetent people and their assets. A court-appointed guardian, sometimes a total stranger, can force you into a nursing home and sell your home to pay for services. Treasured belongings can disappear as you are drugged and isolated from loved ones. Why does this happen? Unfortunately, the courts don't have the funding to supervise and audit cases. A guardian makes all decisions decisions on your behalf, taking control of your assets with little accountability. The potential for abuse is frightening. Luckily, not all guardians exploit those under their care, but when they do, there's really nowhere to go for help. The National Association to Stop Guardian Abuse, NASGA, is working to reform adult guardianship to return it to its once noble purpose of protecting the human rights to life, liberty, and property and ending financial exploitation of assets. Are you or your loved ones protected? <coughs> to learn more, visit StopGuardianAbuse.org. Yes, please stop guardianabuse.org or not. Um, I'm telling you, this is Marty Oakley, of course, and we had a little delay in getting on this evening. And, of course, there were some people going, oh, good. And then a lot of other people were upset, but here we are. Anyway, um, Kaz is co-hosting with me tonight. And we've got a few things. Hello? (laughs) Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, and so why I, are you? Every, is everyone on? I'm getting texts. Yes. If every, I don't know if everyone's on. Okay. Yeah. Hi, it's Alina. Yeah. Am I on? Yep, you're on. You're on. Okay. Oh, I just want to make sure we, we I'm seem to trouble getting in. Yeah, we've been having yeah. difficulties here lately. Um, I don't know what's going on anymore. I truly don't. And uh, <laughs> uh, it just, you know, we're still here. We're still here. And if nothing else, I'll do a conference call and include everybody in on it. So there you go. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, we've got a lot going on all across the states. And what, what is really bugging me is that this, has, this issue has been outed so badly and so in-depth across the country, especially with the Britney Spears thing, now with the Wendy Williams thing, uh, Nichelle Nichols, who was on Star Trek. Um, her guardianship, the grandson of Disney guardianship. I mean, we go on and on and on and on and on. And what really bothers me is even with all of this exposure, we have got not one senator or representative who will fairly and accurately address this issue and get legislation out there to get it stopped. And I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. We're told repeatedly that the, like the executive branch cannot interfere. In other words, your state legislature and governor or the federal Congress and president cannot interfere in the judiciary because it is a separate branch of government. And I want to know why, if they can't interfere. We have a Senate Judiciary Committee that we have to pay $75,000 per seat for those people to sit on if they have no influence and can't adjudicate anything doing with the judiciary. Why is this committee seated? And why are we paying for it? You said you you can't do anything about them. But, of course, that itself is a lie. That is a screaming lie. They can, through lawmaking, control the judiciary. 
That's the way it's supposed to be. And then the judiciary is supposed to abide by the laws that are passed. But unfortunately, the judiciary has taken it upon itself to grant itself immunity and from prosecution, <laughs> even for law-breaking and, and whatever else they've done. Why, my goodness, they're, they're wearing a black robe. They're special. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> designated for special cells in prison. That's what they need to be doing. You can wear yeah, your black robe in there if you like. They need Excuse orange me? instead of the black robes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there. Yep. There you go. But there, you know, there's too many things in this, and like I say, as, as much exposure as there has been, and is ongoing, that not one of them will genuinely address this issue and stop this system of human trafficking for profit. People are suffering. They're dying. They're being robbed behind. And there yes, you sit talking about families yes. are being traumatized. It's really ridiculous. Yes. And we pay and, these people. And, we pay these legislators and senators. We pay them. And for what? Yes. For what? But Angela, exactly. I think, has some good news about something that happened in Minnesota today, if she's on. Hang on. Let me see if this is her. Angela, Angela, is that you? Is that you, Angela? Yes. 608? Yes. Can you hear okay, me? Okay, we got her. Yes. Oh. All right. Hey, Angela. Hi. Hi. How is everybody? We thanks thanks for coming on a little later. We were having we were having some issues. Yeah. Yes, but I know. at least we got through it. We did, yeah. and I know mean people like to attack Marty. They want oh, to shut her I up. I know. Yeah. That's not, yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, Marty? I'm old and cold, same as before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah. I, I, I went on a committee. Um, it was a judicial committee in Minnesota today. And, right. you know, and I don't know, I, I'm not quite sure just what you were saying just a second ago, but um, I guess I was a little encouraged by it in the fact that, um, you know, I've, as knows, we've gone to some of our senators in Wisconsin, and we we would get like a gatekeeper, you know, we wouldn't get the yep. actual um, senator. And right. I was, you know, I was impressed that, you know, these senators, it, from what I saw, they seem to really have been compassionate and cared. Um, one senator, she was even in tears. You know, she felt very, you know, that was horrible. Um, another mm-hmm. another senator, he was just like, he could not believe that um, one of the victims could not be the guardian of um, her husband. He just, right. I mean, he, he seems sincere. Now, I don't know. I, either they're very good play actors or he, he, but he really did seem very sincere. There, it seemed like there were about four or five that seemed, you know, just really compassionate and, um, and that they wanted to do something about this. They didn't want it to just drop. They wanted to make sure that something goes through Um I don't know if this is a little break. I know they said that they've been getting this one senator that is really working hard to um, get something passed. 
Um, he said he's been getting calls, many, many calls, that it's not just in Minnesota, that it's all throughout the whole country. And he's yes. been getting a lot of calls. So I don't know. I'm I'm hoping and praying that maybe there will be a little break to, you know, this, uh, this big system. Um, nice. So you can get just you know, a little foot in our door. Yeah, uh, when I was still up there in Minnesota, horse in touch with various legislators and I had one of their gatekeepers tell me one day on the phone she said she said probate is is a wonderful system it saves the state millions of dollars every year and I said no sweetie it makes the state millions of dollars every year running the way it is there's a difference Mm -hmm. and I said out of Mm -hmm. that title 20 funding block grant you get 20 million dollars annually for elder mm-hmm. services and care where is that money going and she mm-hmm. hung up but we talked mm-hmm. with several legislators up there i was working with joyce lacy of the june lacy foundation and yes she mm-hmm. tried everything to to get them to address this and we got the usual shuck and jive and then just won't talk to you and oh yeah we're going to do something well i looked at this and i really didn't see a problem with it but then when you looked at their campaign contributions here were these massive donations from the bar association the national guardianship association um, various Mm -hmm. other the college of probate judges and we're dumping money in and so of course immediately they couldn't do anything and um, Mm -hmm. you'd have to live up there to understand what how things operate up there it's really kind of a strange place but um mm-hmm. no they're, yeah. they're not going to do anything there's too much money in this there's too much money changing hands there's too many people mm-hmm. profiting from it something that i was brought to my attention uh here just in the last few days we know that medicare gets this is according to the federal government gets built out of 30 to 60 billion that's with the b every year by the medical mm. industry. What we're finding out is that mm. money is being laundered through the medical industry and going to some of these covert programs and stuff. And this is where that money is going. And I, I'm telling you, as an elderly person in this country, you're nothing but a cash cow. Um, you're, you're just, people look at you and they don't see somebody that's lived a long life, you know, that is just in retirement, just wants to enjoy. What they're looking at is, what do you have? Do I want it? How much is it worth? And what do I have to do to get it? And and you're washed if, up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the first thing they do is 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 isolate you from your family and friends. It's supposed to be against mm-hmm. the law in every state. It's supposed to be against the mm-hmm. the, the uh, human rights commission. Thing is, the first thing listed on there is is under torture is isolation and then they start the trauma-based bonding where they terrorize these people you don't see anybody else here do you well the only person you've got is me you better do what i tell you i'll leave too and Mm -hmm. then you won't have anybody and none of your Mm -hmm. family wants anything to do with you you know and they do this to these people they take their dentures their glasses their hearing aids and they leave them alone in rooms neglected for days and on end and this isn't a, an isolated thing. This is common across the board. And yet our legislators 
can't do a thing about it. Why, if they were, they got a report and everything's just fine. We'd like to issue a report, sirs and madams, and you're not going to like our report. Um, it's probably going to be a little more honest than the ones you've been getting. But anyway, girls, what have you been up to? Well, to speak to this, I have a friend um, that I, this is something I wanted to talk about. I had a friend that recently went to recovery. Um, they had a little bit of an alcohol abuse situation going on and more of a situational problem. Um, and they decided to um, check themselves into a recovery center. And, okay. <laughs> and the things I'm hearing about this is horrific. Um, and I know she's actually working with a um, personal injury attorney right now, and I'm trying to help her work to um, change some laws, see if we can get some laws changed about this, because it is nothing, you are nothing more than, you, you're trafficked all the time. She was being, yeah. like, they wanted to traffic her into another program, and they were harassing her to go to another 30-day program with and not only another 30-day program, but one of a few facilities that they get kickbacks from. So it's all about money. It's very controlled. And I just kind of wanted to bring this up because I don't want to discourage anybody that needs help because we're in a mental health crisis in the country. But um, just be very aware of where you're going before you go and um, get contracts and things that they, you know, want you to sign in writing. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a lot of isolation that she faced. A lot of, um, there was messages that people were giving to her that she wasn't getting. Um, her aunt called her four times, didn't get the message. Um, other kinds of harassment she faced in there. Um, and things just keep on popping up. Actually, she just found out from her work that they wanted to send her flowers. And uh, the social worker said no. They discouraged Oh, it. wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they're trying to isolate you. And um, really just, you know, brainwash you and isolate you and keep you under their control. And there's different ways that they do it. And um, one of which is, you know, they had her sign something saying she couldn't, um, if she signed herself out before the 21-day program, she wouldn't have her phone, her money, or her credit cards for um, 40 to 72 hours after she left, if she left AMA against medical advice. Um, so it's really just messed up. It's messed up everywhere, and you just have to be very aware and cognizant of what's going on. And it's sad that you can't trust these mental health facilities. You know, it's just really a shame. Or any recovery well, you, centers, places, you're supposed to be go, able to go yeah, for help. Yeah. Well, and I think this is pretty much standard for across the industry. Um, over the years, you know, Dr. Fields is famous for, I'm going to send you to this facility that's the top of the line. Come to find out he's invested in that facility, and he gets a kickback for using his show to send people there. And basically the same thing. Um, they just, there is no help there. And the, you're right, we do have a mental health crisis in this country. But we are beset mm-hmm. upon by our own government. Um That's what really, I think, tortures me across everything. It's our own government not only putting this stuff into play, but financing it and making sure that it isn't interfered with. 
and the people we elected that should be keeping watch and standing guard are derelict in their duty. They aren't doing anything. There again, you look back and the money changing hands. They're not going to do anything. And so we're mm-hmm. kind of, you know, in a position where you you can't trust any of them. No one that's in government. Mm-hmm. I don't, have, I, you know, yeah. don't mean to make a blanket statement, but I just have not met one yet you could um you could trust, like out in Pennsylvania, that Bob Casey, worthless yeah. as tits on a boat. Holy, holy crap! Oh my gosh! Uh, how that wouldn't want to be him in the off. yeah. Yes, I wouldn't want to be go. him in the afterlife. Oh my gosh, no. he's awful. Yeah, he is. And oh. uh, but you know, we've got several others like that. And over the years, we've seen people like Dirty Harry Reed. You know, he finally got out of there. Um. You know, there's been others that have been forced out by attrition or supposedly like he fell off his uh, treadmill supposedly and got hurt and he had to quit. And I think it was more likely the Chinese were coming after him because him and his son didn't deliver on that selling of (laughs) – taking of all that land in Nevada and Utah and everywhere. But anyway, that aside, but I'm just saying these people are there and they are looking out for them and profiting off of us. And that's exactly what guardianship is about. It's exactly what you're talking about here with these supposed rehab facilities. Um, mm-hmm. they, they, if they if they succeeded, they'd put themselves out of business. So they're not set up to succeed. They'll let a few success stories go through, but the rest of the people, I think, are intentionally tripped up so that they right. slide back, slide, you know, and come back. And uh, so they create a constant market for themselves. Um, it, it just there's just so much. But the whole thing, the whole system, regardless of how you look at it, the whole system is predicated upon preying on people for profit. Now I think there's something oh, yeah. wrong with that. Excuse me. Excuse me. What do you guys think? Oh, I agree. I agree, and I think it's. And I think there's um, actually when we're in a mental health crisis, they're using mental health against you in a lot of situations. I've seen it happen in courts and judges doing it. It's like they're only, um, mm-hmm. it's like when they're losing and they don't have anything else to say, they pull the mental health card or try to say you're mentally unstable or try to get your um, yes. your your history, your mental health history. And it's like, whoa, what the heck are you people doing? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it, It's just unreal. And I think women, like I've said before, women are predatized more, the same that they're yeah. crazy. And um, it's just, it's really a shame. It's really a shame. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, it's disgusting, I just think actually more than a shame. It's yeah. disgusting. And we should all be outraged as people and do something about it. Well, there's the so many people we... out there, though. They just don't care. They don't, it doesn't affect them until it does affect them. And they just don't care. The no. people in mass. Well, that's like when yeah, I first started don't want to in, this, at it. in this guardianship thing. Um, the people that he called me and emailed me and texted me, you're crazy. You're a lunatic. You're a conspiracy theorist. They must have done something wrong or that wouldn't have happened. And blah, 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 blah. And I heard this ad nauseum. And in several cases, within a year or two, the same people came back and said, they took my mom. They took my dad. Help me, please. They won't let me see. I'm sorry. I can't help you. You must have done something wrong. And um, <laughs> But this is, you know, 
the idea that this goes on blatantly in full view mm-hmm. of everyone. And the senators and right. representatives, governors and president, and everybody sit there like, well, nobody told me about it. Well, I had no idea. Well, that's the first I ever heard of this. That must be an isolated event. Uh-huh. Well, even if it was, why aren't you jumping on it? Uh, yeah, that The whole idea, and, you know, I keep telling people, I don't know what I'm going to have to do to get this across. Probate tribunals are not Article Three constitutional courts of law. These are... These are the antithesis of law, and they are specifically set up to avoid the common law, the Constitution, and any rights you may have. This is not a constitutional court, and the person sitting up there is not a judge. Judge has a specific meaning within the law. These people have no law background for the most part. Uh, Many are simply hearing examiners or administrative employees. They're being paid by the same agencies that are coming against you, and they're also getting a piece of the estate. Every time a motion is brought in front of them, they get a percentage of the value of the estate. That can be as little as 2 to 3%, as much as 5 to 6 depending on which coast you're on. And, but it's all a system of theft and trafficking. Yeah. And yet here we have these paid employees, the senators and representatives sit there and watch it go on and actually will help facilitate it. Look at the bills we've had come out. They don't even mention the word guardianship. They don't talk about isolation. They don't cite anything as a crime. There is no penalty and no enforcement because no crime was cited. These are fluff and buff bills meant to plaque and make you think they they did something. They're concerned and they care. It's basically a bitch slap is all it is. And they're not going to do anything. So what do we do? What can we do to make these people act in the public's defense? Any ideas? Well, mm. if you... We talked about, about, was it a month ago, we talked about all the different complaints that you can file, and we did get a judge to step down. So, I mean, we did do that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so discouraging that people need Mm -hmm. to keep filing those reports, doing those things, and then we've been talking about just why don't we start targeting a political person where we all write a letter at the same time, and We'll share the responses mm-hmm. because if we get no response, and then whoever's That's running the against them, like, like, let's say Bob. Well, I actually did this, and the guy ignored me. Well, who, who ran against Bob Casey? It was like that Lou guy. So yeah. I, I messaged Lou. I'm like, hey, you know, Bob Casey doesn't care about these to- topics. Blah 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 blah. But I mean, Lou didn't win the election. Had Lou uh-huh. listened to my my campaign advice he would have won because imagine this imagine this here are the commercials look bob casey doesn't care about guardianship and you throw up the atrocities that happen yeah. there in pennsylvania that bob casey doesn't care about he's not getting mm-hmm. reelected this and but yet lou didn't do it i gave lou this great great advice and he ignored me Oh, he so probably wouldn't when, do it because he would lose campaign funds, too. I mean, that's the yeah. problem. It's all intertwined. It's all intertwined. Yeah. And um, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. Yes. Yeah. 
And, and, and it is. Too. When you when you go in the office, they probably tell you you can't talk about this, you can't talk about that, you can't, you know. So you know, years some some years back up there in Minnesota, a friend of mine uh, won for district representative, and he fought hard for that seat, and he was a damn good guy. About six months into his term, he resigned. And I thought, what, what, are you, what are you doing? And I called him and I said, what happened? Why did you wait? He said, I couldn't. He said, every day it was don't talk about this, don't talk about that. This is our position on this. This is our position on that. Don't deviate from it. If you do, there will be penalties. He said, I was absolutely hogtied. I couldn't do anything. He said, I couldn't send out an email. He said, I couldn't talk on the phone without somebody knowing who I was talking to, what I was talking about. And he said, I, it just wasn't worth being there. And, you know, and I think this goes on all across the country. I've heard on the federal level, like Nancy Pelosi, when the new members of Congress come in, she lays down the law to them about what it, what's going to be. I cannot stand that woman. And, uh, but if I was her, I would just have a sign on the door with her picture and a red circle and a strike through it. No Nancy Pelosi's allowed. Um, but, you know, that these people get in, criminals and politicians, and um, uh, they they run everything, you know, with an iron fist. And we really can't get anything done. So what we need are people who are trying to work outside of that. And, of course, what they'll do to them is they'll plant smear stories about them, uh, little rumors about them, anything to, you know, uh, blacken their reputation. And um, this is just the way they just, you know, put up bogus reports and that disappear after a few months. They just, we don't know where it went. But so many people read it and they believe it. And, uh, you know, it just, I don't know. And one another thing to... The idea that we have a bar complaint system that is peopled by people who belong to the bar, to me, is insanity. And like a judicial mm-hmm. commission, you know, um, oversight, sitting with judges on it. Excuse me? Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, I think we need to call the judges and hold them accountable. I was thinking about this with Angela. Yeah. We should, like, write the judges one by one and everybody get behind it and sign it and and yeah. call them out and say, you, yeah. we, we order you to recuse yourself if you're not going to follow your oath. You're not following yeah. your oath. Well, but, you know, da, 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 da. You should recuse yourself. And if we, we well, the people should hold them accountable some way, somehow, well, because... Um, I wrote a judge on a particular case, and then there's a YouTube channel that um, that shows the court hearings. There, you know, um, it's somebody that does it privately. But anyways, he's, he airs the um, the court hearings, and there's a strong following there. Um, but so what I end up doing, um, I thought of this this week too. I ended up copying and pasting the letter that I wrote the judge into the comments of those videos. That people could see because there's a lot of trolls and stuff and people writing really rude remarks oh yeah ignorant remarks that they know nothing about so right you know, um i don't want to go argue with them or go toe-to-toe with them but i just laid out all the facts in the, in the letter to the judge and i pretty much asked the judge to keep himself and i put that in in the comments of the youtube videos we just have to try to find different ways and angles about this to get it exposed yeah. and get the truth yeah. out there yeah. well, well one that's of the just angles- it, it, 
Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. One of one of the things that I was told a little while ago that um, what you can do is, you know, you, I know that the Bar Association doesn't really, you know, listen to our complaints, but I've heard if you write three complaints about a judge, if he if he receives three complaints, then he gets a strike, and they get so many strikes in a certain amount of time that it will go to their insurance company, the um, yep. attorney's insurance companies. And if they get so many strikes, then the insurance companies will drop them and they won't be able to um, be a lawyer anymore. So it's Oh, like, so you're talking about you know, attorneys, not judges, right, Angela? Yeah. You're talking right. about attorneys. That's what I said, attorneys. Yeah. Right. If you write into the bar yeah. association. And they mm-hmm. they will get a strike for that. So it's like, and the, if you look on the um, rules of conduct, you can almost find, like if your attorney is not doing right, you can find, you know, things that they have violated. So you write in and you say that this attorney violated this, like conflict of interest, you know, that's happened to me, you know, where they have conflict of interest or they haven't done, you know, whatever they have not done and they haven't held up their their part of the oath that they're supposed to hold up, then you write into them that, you know, um, I've seen where attorneys have gotten, you know, quite a few, and then they've had to pull back. They they literally will um, not be able to, you know, um, I don't think that they, I think they have to, like, sit out for a little bit. I don't know how, but it's, it, well, you know. Well, that's a good idea. Maybe we could, pull, we could pull together and write letters of complaints against these attorneys. We have to stop them because they're just on a, they're, they're just full of money, power, and greed, and, and it's just like on a runaway train. We have to on the break somehow. So what, I wonder if we could write letters and complaints. Oh, yeah, I like this. Like, we could have, like, the scumbag attorney of the week, and we can tell everybody what this attorney did. Um, can we start with Diane Zabowski of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania? Because we've already done one complaint, I know, on her. And then everyone writes a complaint because they heard the evidence on the show. Mm-hmm. So then they can well, get about your complaint. What you're talking about mm-hmm. is their surety bond. And they have to carry that bond, mm-hmm. especially in guardianship, that assures uh, the court, supposedly, that they have the funding in case uh, something goes wrong, like they get convicted of a felony, to cover the value of that estate. So they have to carry a bond equal to that. And... Um, but you get three complaints against a surety bond. They're supposed to jerk your license. And this has yeah. happened to some attorneys. And uh, But like I say, the, the, filing a complaint with the Bar Association is like whistling in the wind. They're not going to do anything because they're all doing the same thing. And so it's going to be dismissed. You know, it doesn't have any mm-hmm. relevance. It isn't this. It isn't that. Uh, so you, you just have to do that as a matter of rote. But you have to file three times. And um, mm-hmm. and then go after their surety bond. Now in probate, because these are can not the judges. Same person, can the same person yes, file yes. three times, or does it have to be three different? Yes, you, oh, well, no, it, to, it doesn't matter. You can you can file as many times as you want. And what I feel is interesting, because I had <laughs> someone file something in 
um, my state. So it doesn't matter what state you're you're in. You can file in different states. If you know that that attorney, and it doesn't, you don't have to be in the case, you can do it if you've heard, right? So, I mean, anybody can, you know, file that if they've, but, you know, you have to, it's got to be credible and it's got to be honest and true. But, you know, if they're doing something wrong, um, anybody can file that complaint. Now, is there a statute of limitations on that? Is there a statute of limitations on that? No, absolutely not. You can, they can do it five years. You know, they could have done it five years ago and you still can file that. It, it, there's no wow. statute of limitations. Oh, well, this and see, good. in probate, these hearing examiners and ministerial clerks, they don't have an oath of office on file because they're not judges. They're hired a contracted employee, and they don't have mm-hmm. an oath of office. And you can go to the College of Probate Judges and file a complaint. But there again, this thing of having to go to bar members to file a complaint about another bar member or a judicial committee to file a complaint about a judge is absolutely insane. It's like bank robbers getting together and forming a committee and saying, well, yeah, we caught him robbing the bank and we got him on video, but we don't think he did anything wrong. We're dismissing this. And um, <laughs> do you, you see what, how ludicrous this is? You cannot let a pack of wolves decide whether or not another wolf is vicious. We know they are. And Mm -hmm. the idea that this is allowed to operate this way, I think, is an egregious thing, especially with concern to the public because you have no protection from these people. And the law does not apply to them, as we know. Uh, It does not apply. They're given a, you know, a pass or, you know, well, it wasn't that bad. And, well, you know, you might have done something that, yeah, I might have done a lot of things. But we're not talking about me. We're talking about them. And um, mm-hmm. I didn't go out there and screw people over. And it right. just... And ruin families. And Yeah. Exactly. No. Exactly. But why we allow them to run these kangaroo commissions is just absolutely... You cannot let attorneys decide whether other attorneys did something wrong. I brought this up in Minneapolis at the legislature at one point, And a judge said to me, he said, well, he said, the thing is... He said, you know, that wouldn't work because what do you know about the law? And I said, well, apparently as much as you do, considering the the, the opinions you've handed down, I couldn't do any worse. And, of course, it, he was unhappy. But um, it just, I, this is this is ludicrous. It's insanity to let this continue this way. And I think under all of this is we need a system that is fair in reporting and you must document you know you must have proof you can't just get out there slinging rocks but it has to go somewhere besides to a group of the same individuals it it, it can't go to them because they i think i read here last year that the judicial committees have dismissed 99 percent of all the complaints brought before them how in the hell is that possible how is that possible that needs to Unless be investigated. That needs to be investigated. Yes. I mean, yep. all this stuff needs to be investigated. And, um, yep. you know, still thinking back and not to be negative, but I'm thinking about Britney Spears and the DOJ complaint that um, somebody wrote up with the um, 
advocacy organization a very well done complaint to the DOJ about Britney Spears, and there was actually a letter back saying that they weren't going to investigate it. Now, if yeah. you're not going to investigate one of the biggest cases in the country with the biggest yeah. amount of attention, what does that say? I mean, what does that say about exactly. our system? We need to hold them accountable. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. And we should all be appalled. We should all be appalled. And yeah. we got to be careful with the banks. we got to be careful with the banks, too. Look at what's happening with um, – with um, Wendy Williams now, I mean, yes. you know, you, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, Wells Fargo has has been implicated in many of these cases where there's large liquid accounts or trust funds. The first time I encountered it was probably 12 years ago out in Washington State in the Dorothy Griega case, and she had money set up in these charities in one bank. And then it was transferred to Wells Fargo as it, she didn't do this, the attorneys did it, over to another bank. They had no tax identification numbers. We turned that in repeatedly. They did nothing, but they siphoned off every bit of that woman's money, put it in these phony charitable accounts, and then that money just vanished. But Wells Fargo has been implicated in several other cases, too, where they seized people's accounts and all their assets. Yeah. Right. And there was a show, I'm trying to remember what the context was now, I can't recall. I watched it a while back ago, but it was Dirty Money on Netflix. There was something with uh-huh. Wells Fargo and their wrongdoings on, on one of those episodes as well. Yeah. So Wells Fargo yeah. is really dirty. Yeah, they are. And um, uh, you just don't want to deal with them. Don't put your money there. You might not get it back. And well, yeah, I can oh, tell you about quite a few banks. <laughs> I would not bank there ever. No. I could tell you that PNC Bank in Ohio, I don't know if they're nationwide or whatever, but PNC Bank in Ohio, they they totally screwed me with my grandma's thing. So, I mean, there's just so many banks that are just there. They just care about covering their own ass. They can get away with not giving you signature card copies. They can get away with all kinds of things. And, yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, ridiculous. here, <laughs> I, here a, a few years ago, still up in Minnesota, I went into a bank I'd been with for 23 years. And I had, at that time, a little chunk of change, and I was going to send one of my kids some money. And I went in and said I wanted to take 2000 out of my account, and I needed a cashier's check. And the woman at the window said, and what is this for? I said it's for none What's of your business? business. Yeah, I said it's mm-hmm. for none of your business. I think they keep track of all that. Uh huh. Yeah, and she says, "Well, well they can't, you need to give me a reason." Of, uh-uh, they're not supposed yeah, to keep I, care of uh, cashier's checks. They don't need to know that. Yeah. Only cash. That's only the. Yeah. Those are the CTR forms. Only cash, not yeah. not cashier's checks. That's none of their business. Well, she said to me, she says, well, we need to put down the reason you want this money. I said, the reason I want it is it's mine. And that's all you need to know. And Mm -hmm. she said, well, I'm going to have to call the the bank manager over. I said, I don't care. Call him. So that lady came over and she said, what's the problem? And when she saw it was me, she rolled her eyes. I said, oh, don't do that. I haven't said anything yet. And she said, what was going on? And the teller told her. She said, Marty, just give her the reason. You know, I said, it's none of her business. It's none of yours. You didn't ask me when I put the money in the bank 
why are you asking me now? And she said, well, you know, with some of our older depositors, we like to, I said, excuse me, don't pull the age card on me. And I said, (laughs) I want my money and I want it right now. And I said, it's none of your business why or where it's going or anything else. I said, I may want to go out and just party and get drunk. Who knows? And (laughs) she just kind of looked at me and I said, I want my money now. If not, we'll all be on the news tonight. And so she said, give her the money. Well, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, but just the idea of what do you want it for? Mm-hmm. You didn't ask me that when I put that money in here. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, uh, I don't, we've, we've let these people get away with too much. And the worst yeah. part of that is there are too many people willing to participate in it. Um, just a little sniff of some kind of power over another person. And some of these people absolutely go insane. And well, they love the power and the sadistic. Yes. They love it. There's, I swear yeah. our country is filled with sociopaths and psychopaths anymore. <clears throat> and that's very concerning. You know, yeah. and there's too many of There is too many yeah. of us for, to be a mistake. Uh, I've talked to, with other people about their the science community is is talking more and more about there being possibly two and maybe three distinct different species of human being. And when I thought about that while I was doing dishes one day, it occurred mm-hmm. to me that this would account for these predator guardians, these gutless attorneys, these people with no compassion, no empathy, no sympathy, no character, no integrity, nothing. They're different than the rest of us. They're a different species. They aren't sociopathic in the sense that they were born and something went wrong. They were born this way. They're different. Yeah. And and there's too many of them for it just to be an aberration. There's too many of them. And and I do think that that there is something to that. And, And not to get into this faked up COVID thing, but I do know one of the reasons they are doing all this testing and everything is they're looking for people who are RH negative. And there's a story there. I'm waiting for it to come out. But um, for some reason, they seem to be immune to these so-called vaccines. But um, so it's something to think about. But there's just too much, too much going on. And we are under attack by our own government on many, many, many levels. Uh, Down at the bottom is probate guardianship thing there it's a transfer of wealth it is a culling of the elderly population it is a a means of making billions in profits with the unnecessary drugging and other things that they do to these people and you have to understand everybody when somebody gets locked up in one of these warehouses you are a ward of the state okay Look up the word Mm -hmm. ward. It means prisoner. As such, you have no rights. They can do with you and do you anything they want to, and they do. And you just have to stop and think about that, that you are at the mercy of predators to begin with, and these people are looking at you like a giant guinea pig. And But while we're doing what we do to you, we're going to take everything you've got. Another thing that's mm-hmm. coming up on the horizon that's concerning me is I'm seeing more and more <laughs> uh, coming out of D.C. mostly about it isn't right for 
people to be able to inherit from their parents. Uh, you didn't work for that stuff. Your parents did. And you should not right. be able to inherit. Um, wait a minute. We've always done this. And it goes back to they, the beginning of time. Yeah. Yes. But they're, they're deciding or, that or that's just not right. Or you're greedy. Or you, you don't need all that money because that's greedy, you know. Don't be so yes. greedy, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you want to follow yeah. the law and follow the right way. You're greedy. Go to the, um, Amazon. What are all these uh, Bill Gates and Elon Musk and um, what's the other one? The Amazon guy, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. yeah. Hit them up first. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it just, it, you yeah. know, and the other thing I'm hearing too, and it's, I'm hearing it more and more, more things that I read and listen to, and I read voraciously, um, is they're talking about the imaginary boundaries between the states. And this is the, uh, this is a result of the uniform laws. Um, yeah. The imaginary boundaries, there aren't really any boundaries other than these imaginary boundaries. And um, we should have one set of laws for every state. Uniform commercial laws, and so that your own state can't make its own determination. But I think in the next five years, especially behind all this faked up stuff that's going on, you're going to see a definite um, ground shift in how we are assembled as a country. And I think you're going to see a lot of things that are going to shake a lot of us to our core because mm-hmm. they're they're doing away with us and um uh, but they are taking everything they can get their hands on in the meantime and mm-hmm. you know i saw another doctor came out and said that he agreed that nobody should want to live beyond 75 what's the point you know you don't mm-hmm. have a life and That's what he said on there she said, you know when you hit 60 you know you don't even want to have sex anymore. I don't know where she lives. <laughs> <laughs> but Grandma's cooking right along here now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, please, <laughs> you didn't want sex at sixty. You didn't want it at thirty either. And um, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that somehow that was the yeah. end all be all. You wouldn't want sex at huh? <laughs> uh oh, I missed that one. And um, <laughs> But it's just, you know, it, it just the stuff they come up with, it's just ridiculous on its face. And I can't believe these people actually <coughs> say this stuff publicly. Hello? You know, even if you thought it, keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know, keep it to yourself. And uh, I, I don't know. Is Mar- Hello, are you there? Marty, you were going out. I don't know. Could anybody else hear Marty or is it just me? I can hear her. Can hear her. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Might See, be you, Elena. It's you, Elena. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's me. It must be my reception because I'm in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have a lot of trouble with reception here, also. But. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. Marty, sure are. You know, Marty, what we need to do yet? Because we, Marty and I, had a big talking to with our the pastor from Montgomery County. And ah. his church, yeah, what are we, oink, 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 what are we forgetting? No, wait a minute. <laughs> it's the hog report. Yeah. All right. 
So I have to I have to find so we were talking with our favorite pastor and he's always trying to keep me and Marty in line. And so here he, I don't think he intended this to be the hog report, but I thought it was perfect. And it's it's a fun little verse that we're going to read and it's Matthew 7 6. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. So that is that is the actual that's the actual Jesus quote. And a swine is also a hog. What was the message there is that you shouldn't like these hogs will want to bait you into going into like a um an argument with them they want to bait you but what you're doing is you're basically casting your pearls before before a hog don't bother they are not worth it if a hog Mm -hmm. has said something Mm -hmm. that has you riled up so what and the and then if you look at that last part is lest they turn against you and rend you which is basically tear you up and so this is like we this is hog report bible study and you i know i know and so basically you're not supposed to when these hogs are baiting you because they do this all the time they have fake facebook profiles they have fake email accounts they have they are tape recording you on the phone while they have someone else calling and they're on a three-way not listening in or I mean, what are some of the other things they do? They're calling about you behind your back to other people, and blah. they are doing all kinds of things to poke at you. And they right. want a reaction about you and stuff. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. and they want a reaction. And they're waiting mm-hmm. for a reaction. They're waiting for you to get mad. They're waiting for you to strike back. They're going to call you names, and they're waiting for you to name call them back. And you know what? Don't even that's the that's the thing. Don't don't cast your pearls before the hog. Just basically, don't just ignore them. Let them wallow in their pig pen because they will <laughs> use it against you. And so that was really what I got out of our little conversation that we had. And I'm like, gosh. Bible study hog report is the best kind. And yes, it was right yes, there. Yes. And I know. And it was just so, it's just so true that when they, when the hog is attacking you and bugging you and provoking you, that you just need to just let that hog splash in the mud or, or whatever <laughs> else is in that mud. Let them wallow in that. And you need to ignore them because the hog isn't worth your time. They are not worth your exactly. time. And Marty, would you have any examples of like a hog that is not like a hog story? Like Marty probably gets the most hog attacks of anybody. And the hog well, will I attack didn't... Marty and Marty ignores well, yeah, I don't I don't mad. respond to any of that. Yeah, but you have to leave those people out there just wallowing in their own hog crap. Um because mm-hmm. they do this to many many people. And uh, anybody who doesn't agree with them won't treat them like the special thing they think they are. And of course, they're constantly um 
reinventing their resume, claiming they have degrees or jobs they never had. Um, Mm -hmm. They do all kinds of things. Um, They say things about themselves like, my legitimacy is beyond reproach. Now, who in their right mind makes that kind of remark about themselves? That's a very self-serving. Yeah. And, And, or tells people, I'm the the nation's most valuable advocate, if not globally. Oh, please. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? I shouldn't even have said crazy because... That, there's um, one in particular that labels, that badmouths other advocates and other victims and calls them crazy. And I'm sorry, but you don't do that when you are. No. You've been in the system. When you're a leader. People are suffering right. from PTSD and stuff. You don't call people crazy. You just don't do that. No. And that should no. be a big flag to anybody. Well, and it should. But as Cause said, what they will do, they get blocked at so many sites and pages uh, they get blocked in people's emails, blocked on their phones, um, all kinds of things. So they'll find one of their true believers, and um, they'll send them out with a, you know, hi, how you doing? How's the family? And then start asking you questions. It's him. It's the hog. And um, but this is, or they have like five or six fake personalities, even on Facebook, that they use, <laughs> and um, because otherwise nobody will talk to them. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd think after a while you'd get a clue, but they don't. They don't. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Kazi. Well, the hog also, when you're ignoring the hog, that upsets the hog because the hog wants to engage you. And if you look at the last part of it, lest they rend you, if you engage with the hog, the hog will tear you up. The hog's. The hog, yes, we don't like the hog. We think the hog is an idiot, stupid, whatever. But the hog actually has some intelligence, and you striking back at the hog is going to give the hog ammo against you. And Mm -hmm. that's what the hog is wanting. The hog is wanting to provoke your anger. The hog is wanting to say stuff that's going to make you angry. Now, what, what should you do when you find out that the hog wrote mean stuff about you on, oh, I forgot to mention the hog report is sponsored by shenanigans in the Montgomery County Facebook page where a hog attacked me on that Facebook page. So what do you do when that happens? Do you get into like a Facebook battle and blah, 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 or do you just like unfriend and block? What is the correct answer, Marty? Unfriend and block. Yes, that yeah, is there the correct answer. Yeah, and and yep. and that makes the hog now the hog can't like now the hog can't stalk me. I didn't engage back in the hog, and sometimes people think I'm nice, and they're like, "Oh, that poor sweet cat. The hog said mean things about her," you know, and uh-huh. then I get to look sweeter. The, the hog just made me look sweeter and sweeter. Well. Yeah. You know, thanks hog. Thanks hog. That worked out good for <laughs> yep. me. You know? Well, exactly. And, exactly. <laughs> because Marty yeah. poisoned the well. Yes. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yes. Yes, I poisoned the well. I've run all over the country poisoning the well. And uh, it, it's just sweet cause. Yeah, yeah, poor sweet cause. Oh, and no, um, I know. 
but but this is this thing about engagement. This is a narcissistic personality, and they need you mm-hmm. to participate. If you don't participate, they can't fall back and play the victim, which they do chronically. They'll attack, attack, attack. If you say right. anything, they fall back and mm-hmm. I'm wounded. I can't believe after all my hard work, you haven't done any work. You've had other people do it, and then you stand up and take credit for it. And um, we don't operate like that. But go ahead, Cos. Yeah, well, I just felt that this is ancient. This is an ancient lesson. It's, you know, like 2,000-year-old lesson about not engaging with glory hogs. And I just thought that it was really sweet of our pastor out of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, that brought this to our attention. It's very special because there's a lot of there's a lot of things that that are you know in in the Bible and that our pastor that likes us brought this one to our attention. I was very sweet. Well, that was sweet. And we can't re- yeah. we can't reveal his name or his church because it, he could be in danger because he is in army territory living up there. But him and his congregation <clears throat> is very aware of what is going on. And in their community, and there's a lot of concern about it, and they are praying that things will be revealed. So hopefully, we'll stay tuned. Yep. And yeah, we need all the prayers we can get. We need all the prayers exactly. we can get. Exactly. Yeah. And we get a few little tidbits that we can share in our heart report to teach people lessons, life lessons. And I thought that was a good one. I hope there's I more like that. Very, I like that one. That's a very wise one, and I think that's a very yeah. good one. Well, yeah. another thing well, I'm not surprised it came from too. Jesus himself. I'm not surprised yeah. it came from Jesus himself. So, very wise words. One yeah, of the things the hogs do is they divert you from the actual issue and from getting something positive done. They always go to the negative. And then the actual issue gets pushed to the side because their ego and their narcissism becomes most relevant, most important. And they will try to keep you diverted to that and away from actually accomplishing anything in a positive right. with respect to the topic at hand. Right, yeah. right. And they try to break you up. But you know what? I, yes. you know, On that note, I want to say that um, us Ohio girls have been holding pretty strong amongst some of that chaos and um and um I got a message from one of them just now who said um in Ohio she cuz she's listening and she said in Ohio wars are not under the state but the judge in the county also the disciplinary committee in Ohio will not look into a complaint if you are not a party nor an expert or have firsthand knowledge wow cuz she's listening so they got to pretty well locked she up. wanted me to yeah she wanted me That's to share good. that. I think it's good that people do share that kind of stuff, you know, to, to draw Absolutely. the lines. What exactly, what position are you in and from where can you operate? Because we don't want to do things that waste our time. Exactly. But, um, right. you know, the other thing is, too, they have no business setting it up so that you cannot complain, which is basically what it is. And um, mm-hmm. they have no no business, but it's a protection racket. And they're part of the racket. And um, and I always feel like anybody that would participate in any of this stuff is just as guilty as, as the people who are doing it. 
If you mm-hmm. helped them, if you covered for them, if you facilitated them, you took part in it on any level, you're just as guilty as the perpetrator. That's and the way we I see it. We need searching lawsuits then because this is just, we need to do something. It's just, this is just, yes. I'm just, I'm disgusted. I'm really, truly disgusted. And I've seen some of the most ugly stuff. Uh, it's just, I, you know, I just can't hand, I can't yeah. take it anymore. I'm like, what, what can we do as people to stop this? That's what we need to focus. That's yeah. what we need to focus on because we have yeah. to stop this. And, and that is, and it's got to be stopped. It cannot. That's one thing. Um, people keep saying, you know, it needs to be reformed. It needs to be. No, you cannot. You cannot reform this system. It was set up exactly the way they wanted it to run, and right. there is no reform possible. It has to be abolished altogether. These cases need to go back into state civil court uh, where you have to produce evidence. You have to prove what you're saying. He who claims must prove. You must produce your evidence to substantiate the claims you're making against the person you have targeted. And Mm -hmm. you're ruled by the common law, not by statutes that have been artificially erected to avoid any sense of the law. And this is what needs, it just needs to be done away with. The excuse I got up in Minnesota was, well, Marty, if we hadn't set up these tribunals, we're so overwhelmed. We'd had to hire more judges and more courtrooms, gotten more courtrooms. I said, isn't that what you just did? Only you set up a tertiary court system. And Mm -hmm. if there's that many cases, you need to look at the underlying cause. What is going on that there is this overload of cases? If that, in fact, is a true statement. And I just don't. But see, this was all intentionally, like I say, intentionally set up to take you out from under the common law, take you away from the Constitution, your unalienable rights, and basically render you a slave. You know, I don't know what else you'd call yourself. Um, you're being, You're being, you know, profited from. They're making money off of you. And, you know, even if this system was legitimate, why should a, a guardian and the attorneys and various other people be able to access your assets? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Why would, would that, you know? Because they want them why all. Should, yeah, yeah, exactly, because you know, they want it. Because they're on a legal, from make... a legal aspect. Go ahead. No, I was going to say maybe, I'm just thinking, maybe we should make complaints against the judges if the wards are under the judge in the in the in the county, maybe we should make yes, complaints against the judges. I don't know what can be done with their um ins- their bonds and their oaths, but you know we have they to demand recusal. They can be taken off the bench if enough of them yeah. are taken. Now, if enough of them are taken off the bench, they might. I mean, they get a good paycheck. They might think twice about what they do. Now, their like we had behavior. talked about about a month ago. In Montgomery County, every state's different. So in Pennsylvania, there's like this legislative branch, and I don't know, there's like over 100 people that are in this. And we had emails sent out. We had eight families that were willing to testify against Judge Stanley Ott, and we had sent emails. We sent personal emails that we wanted the, the, us, the eight families, with some documents of of the wrongdoing why we wanted to come and testify before this legislative group. And it was also posted on all of their Facebook pages. 
Now, many of them deleted it off their Facebook pages, but not all of them did. It was kind of funny. But anyway, the next day he retired. He announced his retirement, so we didn't get to do that. But, I mean, he's he's gone, and I'm sure he had retired three years before. I'm sure he was annoyed by that, and I hope so. But anyway... If you do that to enough people, now every state's going to be different because I know in Wisconsin, it's, oh, I did a show on it. And now, oh, Angela, help me. See, now in Wisconsin, it's different. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Mm -hmm. We did a whole show on this, how to remove a judge in Wisconsin. Do you remember? It's different. It's, yeah. I'd have to go back and do my homework. But two judges, if I remember when we did the show back, it was a couple years ago, two judges have been removed from Wisconsin. So judges can be removed. But here's I want to see the judge. Here's what I want to see happen to these judges. And at one time I had an attorney, and this is the way we were going to go. That attorney is no longer. But I got a lot of good wisdom from this attorney. So anyway, what this, what these judges can be brought up against is the racketeering law. It's the RICO law. Mm-hmm. And that was originally brought up to go after a mafia. It's a felony. And it's federal crime. And if you can prove mm-hmm. racketeering, which means that they're all working in collusion, that's not going to get their judicial immunity because they intentionally broke the law they were racketeering. Now, this is felony. Now, here's the next part of out of the penalty for them. It's called felony murder. Now, felony murder is different from regular murder. So let's say, let's say I go in and I rob a bank, and I have my gun out, and I'm going to rob a bank, and I, I scare someone, and they have a heart attack, and they die while I'm robbing a bank. I could actually be held liable for that person who just had the heart attack and died because while I was committing the felony of robbing the bank, someone died because of my actions, even though I didn't intention, I didn't actually, you know, pull the trigger and cause that death because you were committing the felony, robbing the bank, you could be held liable for felony murder. So once again, if you're a judge and you are racketeering and someone could prove that someone has technically been murdered and by proving that, you might want to go digging into the Halidol and all the different drugs that Rexidol, are given to Rexidol. the world. Yeah, res- yeah, and mm-hmm. given to all Fair the well. different, you know, yes. it, and then mm-hmm. you could prove. Can you prove that by doing those things against the family wishes, did that cause the death of that person? And and we have to say what it is. Some Oh, an early death. No, an early death... Let's call it what it is. It's called murder. And so mm-hmm. now if we can establish, and we, this is going to be in front of a jury, if we can establish that these decisions that judge allowed to happen, put his rubber stamp on, even when families showed up in court and were against these decisions of the guardian and the judge still chose to ignore the family and let the guardian continue with all this over-medication that ends up causing a death, then that judge technically could be held liable under the felony murder um, charge. So you now you've got a racketeering, which is a felony, and if someone dies while a family is being committed, now you're looking at felony murder. And all you need, this is what this attorney said, all you need is one, just one judge. 
Now you go, some of these states have death penalty. You, I don't think it's they would ever give the death penalty for this, but you know what? It would probably scare a lot of judges into cutting this stuff out because if you're staring down a death penalty for this behavior, you might want to think twice about being this corrupt. And it sends a message to the rest of the country and all these judges that are doing it. Anyway, yeah, and I that wonder, was going to that's a good idea, Todd. And I wonder if we could even do that with attorneys that are for the um, the guardians mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, hold them accountable in that way too. Yeah, that absolutely. Is a good I idea. think if you could prove that they were racketeering, and then that they, you know, some of these attorneys are also the guardian of the person. I mean, you just got to find the right case, and right. and and make the example and. Sometimes I feel that we we it's like it's like when you're when you're going for a target you got to you got to laser focus on one target. You can't just focus all over the scattered place. Pick one mm-hmm. and focus and go after and make them the example. And this is all being done legally through the court system is try have them found guilty of racketeering. Now, that's going to be hard to do, like, just us regular people having enough, like, money to get, an, like, a whole law firm to go after a judge for racketeering. This is where the FBI and those sorts of investigations need to go in and do their job and do the investigations and charge and charge them with these with these charges. So with these you crimes. and I, I think, yeah, I it, think it needs to be. Yeah, it needs to be re- it needs to be investigated at the federal level, and it's not going to be a bunch of us throwing a bunch of money at attorneys because I don't think we're going to pull it off. I just don't think that no. happens. The federal government has unlimited resources. They can go and they can do the investigations. They can find all the victims, look at you know get all their medical experts in there, looking at the medical records of all these wards. And make and then you know do their prosecution, and then from there go for the felony murder, and then from there, the you know the rest of us who are victims, we go after them in civil court, and that's where you know where we would go after. But at the the federal level is where they need to come down, and we just if we could just get someone to investigate it and do their job because this is what they're doing. They're racketeering and they're committing felony murder. They are. You, it is murder. That's very, yes. Mm-hmm. You, you talked about Judge Ott uh, resigning after you, uh, a day after you posted all this stuff. Um, yeah. I did a little it might have been a coincidence. On, no, it yeah, wasn't. It um, there was a, <laughs> it, no, there was a real danger that he could have been criminally charged. Now, had he been criminally charged while well, he was still sitting the bench, he would have lost all of his benefits. He resigned immediately to retain all his benefits, and they haven't charged him yet. But this was, um, this is basically one of their get-out-of-jail-free cards. Um, mm-hmm. If he'd have been charged while he was still sitting, he'd have lost access to all the benefits, which as near as I could tell looking into it, amounted to about 230000 a year. Um in retirement benefits oh, pension. and yeah, wow. in his pension. And um, 
if he'd have been charged while still sitting, he'd have lost all that. So he quit immediately because even he thought he was going to get charged with something uh, in order to retain all of those benefits. They do that on the federal level, too. Um, they, they give them the option, resign immediately, and you keep all your benefits, or you can stay there and we'll charge you, and then you lose everything. So, yeah, same that's thing, why he... Um, yeah, and the same thing happens with dirty mm-hmm. cops. They get away with retiring and keeping all yeah. their benefits, and, yes. and they're dirty, and they... Yep. And they mm-hmm. do all kinds yeah. of horrible things, and they're allowed to just yes, collect all their money and no accountability. Yep. This country is that's zero right. accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Once you're unless like, it's one of us. What they consider a low life, then you can have all the accountability yeah. and charges put against you yeah. in, in the world. Yep. Now, I've, I've heard statute of limitations talk, like, oh, well, the statute of limitations is going to run out on this and this and this. With murder, there is no statute of limitations. So nope. I wonder, no, do you know, Marty, does felony murder, is that be the same? Murder? There's, yeah, murder is murder, and um, right. uh, the, the statute of limitations never runs out on that. And uh, Now, what about the racketeering? If, I wonder if there's a statute of limitation on that. No, because well, there's you know, no statute of limitation on crime, so no. Yeah. Right? So, is that right, Marty? I, th- I think I know so. Some I think you guardians, are I think some of these guardians have some statute of limitations for their, um, so that nothing can be done to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, immunity? Well, I, yeah, you know, I, know I, I know some guardians that will, they too, they'll recuse themselves before, you know, so that they don't have to go through, uh, like you said, yeah. all of the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I yeah, think every so, one of these predators... Yeah should be forced to wear a shirt with a big red P on the front of it for predator. So everybody would know <laughs> what they are. And, um, yeah. But, you know, if they did do that, it'd be only women had to do it. Men wouldn't have to. And um, it, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Like I say, we've outed so much of this, exposed so much of it. I mean, thousands and thousands of cases across the country, many high profile. And this thing now with Wendy Williams, right behind Britney Spears, um, Nichelle Nichols, others. Um, And yet the silence from our lawmakers is deafening, absolutely deafening. And sitting there, well, that's the judiciary, and we we can't, you know, do anything. That's it, and that's a separate branch of government, and we can't do it. You can pass laws, jackass, and um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you there's many many things you should do, and um, uh, but they don't do anything. So I think the key to this is basically getting in under these politicians. And exposing them, if they won't help to rectify this, and I don't mean by coming out with bogus bills that do nothing. I'm not interested. Right. And uh, Right. Uh, but actually coming out and doing it, make the effort, whether it goes or it doesn't at this point, who cares? But make the effort to address this honestly and what is happening. Acknowledge what is happening. And what needs to be done about it? And the idea that we allow attorneys and judges and whomever else to make their own rules, that's got to stop. 
That has got to stop. The 14th Amendment of the Constitution says the laws will be applied equally to all men. It didn't say if you got a black robe on, it doesn't apply to you, or if it says bar association on your card, it doesn't. It doesn't say that. Yeah. It says yeah. it says applied so to true. all men equally. And um, but they have carved out these niches for themselves and said, well, because we're so special, um, you can't um, you can't touch us. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're a just superior that special. Class. We're, yes. yeah, we're a superior yes. class to you, so we don't have to follow the same accountability that anybody else does. Right, right. And, uh, you know, and somebody said, well, are there any good attorneys? There are. And you can find them. Every one of them has been disbarred and sanctioned. They've been put out of business. Those are your good mm-hmm. attorneys. And um, yeah. they will do everything. And their local bar association will turn on them like a pack of pit vipers and do everything they can to destroy their practice, their, you know, their career, everything, yeah. if they don't go with the flow. And right. we've seen that happen numerous times. I feel times. like there needs to be, like, a pro se movement because, I mean, right. I don't – I'm not an attorney, so I guess I wouldn't care. I'm just – if I, you know, I have to really kind of bone up on some studying. But if we can all just start a pro se movement – that's how they're not going to get paid. Or a nonprofit, right. profit, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can somebody yes. please explain to me why, when you hire an attorney, you can have retainer fees of five, ten, twenty thousand dollars, if not more, and yet mm-hmm. that doesn't cover anything. They will bill you yeah. for phone calls, clicking a stamp, opening a piece of mail, reading an email. What was all that money in retainer for? Well, well, you know, it's a cost of doing business. Well, how did you expect to do business if you didn't engage in these activities? Yeah, so, right. No, I never charge you know people for a phone call and they call me about a cake. Yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah or what, what gets me is that they'll charge you for talking, you know, secretly behind your back and making, yes. you know, plans and and doing things you don't want them to do. <laughs> yeah, shenanigans. You. Oh my gosh, shenanigans has it's. Here, I mean, maybe um, if Mr. Shenanigans is listening, they would um, repost it. He'd repost it. Um, it was Aaron McDev. I think it was Aaron McDevitt, Guardian Aaron McDevitt, billed for writing a check to herself. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so she do you get and then the, the court document was posted. So she billed she wrote wrote a bill for writing herself her check out of the ward's wow. estate. Like it, it took like seven minutes or something crazy like that. Wow. Yeah. Seven minutes takes it's thirty seconds so to write a check. I know. Yeah. It you took know. Seven minutes. They round Some up or ago, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Some years ago. Out in California, um, there's this law firm out there billed their client $200 an hour for three employees to sit and listen to my radio show. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Marty, recently, yeah. just in December, you're um, someone obviously billed to do the um, what did they have? They had the transcripts of one of our shows. Remember? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So some, yes. I'm sure yes. they didn't do that for free. No, no. Mm-hmm. 
and they just uh, I'm telling you this is it this is such a racket and like you say what gets me is it's out there in front of everybody it's in your face everywhere you go don't tell me you don't know about it don't tell me there's nothing you can do about it if they can't you're the wrong person to sit in that office and that's it's just like, the way I right. feel about obvious, it. can we make it and watch everyone just take it? And it's like a sick game. Yeah. They're all sitting back playing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had uh, legislators <laughs> up there in Minnesota tell us that um, oh, they, they, they wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. That's that's political suicide to get into that stuff. Well, really? I thought you were mm-hmm. supposed to represent people from your area. Well, yeah, yeah, but there's just some places that are taboo and you don't get into because of, I said, because of what? Oh, I can't talk to you anymore. I'm, I've, I've got to go. Thank you for calling. Corruption. Uh-huh. Did you yeah, hear the corruption. sound of a chicken in the background? Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. We got about mm-hmm. eight minutes left here, girls. Any final statements anybody want to make? Ooh. Uh-oh. Just let's keep thinking. <laughs> Everybody keep thinking of ideas of things we can do. And to stop this. Any, and, and any topics of shows that that people that we feel that people would like, like maybe someone could like put in a comment really quick. What what kind of, what what topics would you like to hear? Yeah, that's a good idea. I know we have um, <laughs> Elaine McMahon. Elaine McMahon will be coming on, hopefully next week, doing giving us an update. We've got a celebrity running for is it he's running for Senate, I believe. Out of Montgomery mm-hmm. County, Dr. Oz, and yeah. some of the yeah, and some of our buddies have been to the Dr. Oz rallies. So wow. we'll see if Dr. Oz yeah, and I guess they tell him about the stuff. And there is a phone yeah. number of one of Dr. Oz's like secretaries or something. So you can't actually uh-huh. call and talk to Dr. Oz. But it will be, right. um, it's yet to be seen if Dr. Oz will make this a uh, campaign topic. My money is on, no, he won't. But maybe he will and and surprise me. But, you know, but yeah. anyway, we've got a celebrity running out of there, out of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. Let's see if he will talk about it. And if he I doesn't get elected, has- he should yeah, I bet the glory oh. hog is jumping all over him. Oh my goodness! Oh, I never mm-hmm. thought that. about that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, you know why? With the race. Oh yeah. my gosh, you know why, Marty? Because he had what? to stop doing his show because he was running for Senate. But if he doesn't win election, I guess he, I'll bet he'll start his show back up. And glory uh-huh. hog wants to be on the show. Oh. Yep. Please, Doctor Oz, don't fall for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, hide him. Yeah, it'll ruin your reputation don't forever. Fall. Don't fall yeah. for it, Doctor Oz. No, yeah, I you're right. Poor Doctor yeah. Oz, he's probably getting lambasted by the, the hog. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, I feel sorry for him a little bit, just a little mm-hmm. bit. Did you see? Speaking of Montgomery County, I guess Bill Cosby was set free because. Something was done wrong. I didn't really research it all, but that was a high-profile case out of Montgomery County. Really? I you found him wait- yep, because they found I it. I think it went up. Yeah, it went up to the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court, and I think then they were going to try and get it to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they didn't take it. Uh-huh. And yeah, uh-huh. 
Bill Cosby's free. But how much do you bet? They already know how much money he has. He's going to get guardianized. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wonder if his Stay wife tuned. will take him back. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but they, know, I guess I they have, his... like, a, I guess they actually live, have a home there in Montgomery County. Oh, so, wow. And, they, and I think he has a lot of money. He was Bill Cosby. Well, he did it mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah. You know, wow. Oh, this has been a good show, girls. Right up there we need at, to do this. Right yeah, that has been a great show. It was so yes. good to talk to you guys. Yes. We love yes. talking with you guys. Yeah. We yeah. love yeah, you have guys. To check in. Thank you. Yeah, oh, thanks. But, yeah, yeah. we just... Uh, this is the best. Keep it, if you hear any vicious rumors about me, eh, take it or leave it. I don't care. Um, no, I'm not listening to any rumors. This is just no. that that stuff about it here. Yeah, and we know the truth. We know that you're good. Yeah, we know the truth. We would that Marty no, is sweet as honey. You are such a big BSer. <laughs> <laughs> you are just I can be, but there's another side to me too, you know. Just yeah, like you don't want to get a yeah. I've that's, never that's, seen that. That's it. what you call sugar and spice, right? Sugar and spice. Uh, yeah, there you go. Lots of yeah. spice. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, and that's the thing. And well, through all of this, it. I've... <laughs> well, thank you. It just, But we need to do this again. And um, just yeah. updating and getting everybody's thoughts on everything. And um, uh, maybe the next time you come on, I can find some university and say I got a JD from them, and you can go off looking for that. And <laughs> just an idea, just a, just a thought. And, but anyway, I think we're pretty well finished up here, girls. Thank you for coming on yes. for the delay in the show. I apologize. Well, thank you for having us. Uh, yes, oh, thank you. Please. We're honored. Call in anytime on any of the shows. You've got something you think you want to add? Please do. And uh, okay. we'll go from there. And uh, like I say, thanks for coming on, Kazi. Thank you as always. I don't know what I'd do Thank without you. you. I don't know. I don't know Aww. what to do with you, but I don't know what I'd do without you. <laughs> 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 yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah, and that's it. And uh, but we'll be back next week. Hopefully, Elaine will be on with us and. I'm going to try and pick yeah. up my radio schedule over the next week. I've been kind of uh, lax here lately, but it'll been had a lot going on. And um, mm-hmm. but we'll be back next Friday night. And if anything comes up in between, we'll be back on sooner than that. So there you go. But anybody, right. well, anyway, thank thanks, thanks, thank you, thanks everybody for tuning in. We had a full house. I'm always glad to see that. And send us your thoughts. You can get us on Facebook. And with that, I'm going to say good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.